Julia Ferrioli speaking. Welcome to my podcast. Today I will be talking about a classic go-to film for teens, Mean Girls. The movie, inspired by the Rosalind Winesmith's book Queen Bees and the Wannabes, is a romantic comedy written by Tina Fey that came out in 2004. It's the story of this teenager, Cady Heron, who just moved back to the USA after living for a long time in Africa, since her parents used to work there as zoologists. It's her first day attending the North Shore High School. She used to be homeschooled and she is feeling lonely. She gets immediately targeted as a new girl and it seems like it's a bit hard for her to get along with her new life. On her second day, she gets acquainted with two best friends, Damien and Janice. They help her get more comfortable in the new reality. She gets to know the people in the school, where it is shown that everyone is sort of divided into categories. They have distinct friends, based on their main interests and on the main traits of their personality. One of the peakiest personality in the school is a group of three girls, called the Plastics. The leader of the trio, Regina George, takes an interest in Katie after defending her against a a sexist classmate and, fascinated by this new and mysterious girl, invites her to sit with them at lunch for the rest of the following week. But she is not really sure whether she should accept the invite or not. Katie wants to keep her friendship with Janice and Damien, seen under a bad spotlight by the trio. On the other hand, the two friends see in this situation an opportunity to play a fun game with the three popular girls and they actually convince Katie to keep the relationship with the plastics, thinking it can be amusing discovering their secrets and eventually laugh at the things they say. Katie keeps on hanging out with Regina, Gretchen and Karen. They kind of adopt her into the group. They transform her looks and her personality. She She begins to live a double life, half being one of the plastics and the other half talking about the first side and making up a plan to destroy the three girls with Damien and Janice. This plan actually works, even if it puts the protagonist in an uncomfortable position. It starts to be difficult for her living the double life and she ends up replacing Regina by adopting her personality and becoming the new Queen Bee. She loses the real Katie because she wanted to fit in and be accepted. Only in the end, she realizes she made a mess. But in order to avoid too many spoilers, I'll just highlight some of the most significant episodes in the entire movie that treat important and relatable topics among teenagers, namely bullism, friendship, radical changes to be accepted, and the importance of recognizing our mistakes. Firstly, the most iconic moment in the entire movie, when Regina takes revenge mostly against Katie and as a consequence the whole school discovers about the famous burn book and the reaction it provokes is just mad. All the students are seen going wild in the hallways, photocopies of the pages are everywhere and all the victims of the cruel words written in there can read the mean thoughts of the mean girls. It's a chaotic situation that, to my mind, looks like a stormy sea that never seems to calm. Only the principal, helped by the teachers, finds a way to simmer down the chaos using the power of friendship. 
everyone is made to write a sincere apology and read it out loud to the little crowd of students who are supposed to show support to the person by catching them falling. It's a double-sided action. It means, of course, being able to apologize, but also trusting people. When you see the girls letting themselves fall, they don't know who is going to catch them, but they just do it, knowing in their conscience that someone will be there. In the teens' years, friendship is fundamental. In my personal opinion, teenagers go through a period in their life where they change. As a teen myself, I can confirm that this change happens, our body transforms, and we have to face new and sometimes unexpected situations every day. Without the support of true friends or loved ones in general, it's just so hard to overcome all the difficulties and problems. In Mean Girls, everything just said doesn't really happen. It looks more like a hierarchy where there is a leader and the other ones are just her little partners, like Damien says. They follow her around and they obey everything she commands, appearing more as her servants, not her best friends. This hurts the feeling of Gretchen and Karen. They change for being treated well by Regina, but they only end up suffering. In my opinion, Changing isn't a bad thing. It never was. It makes you become greater for yourself and for others. And so, to live your life to the fullest. Lastly, I would like to focus for a minute on the last scenes of the movie. Katie has been punished for breaking the rules, obviously, and she is forced by her teacher, Mrs. Norbury, to take part in a math competition, subject in which she, she is particularly good at. It's right there that she realized that she made a great mistake. In the next scenes, she makes it to the school dance and she makes a brilliant speech after winning the title of Spring Fling Queen. She finds delight in everyone, she uses warm and kind words that give comfort and the most significant thing, she spares the crown that she won with everyone because everybody looked like royalty that night. She seems to have found herself again she looks happy, everybody else does. Basically, it's an happy ending for all the main characters. Good for them. But now, talking about the other side of the movie. The one we don't see, but that is crucial for the magic to happen. I'm talking about the production. As I said in the beginning, Tina Fey took inspiration from the book Queen Bees and the Wannabes, and immediately after finished reading it, she called the producer Lord Michaels from SNL, suggesting to turn the books into a movie. Given them the right to do so by Paramount Pictures, Tina Fey started writing a plot, borrowing elements from her own high school experience. She even named a couple characters after some of her friends. The movie was shot most in, mostly in Canada and New Jersey, precisely at the at at Dubicoke Collegiate Institute in Toronto and at the Montclair High School in Montclair. I think the film reaches such high levels of success thanks to an amazingly written script, a great production and also by a beautiful cast composed by talented actors and actresses that brought the film to an upper level. The stars of the film didn't immediately get the part. 
for example, both Leslie Lohan and Amanda Seyfried, who ended up playing Katie and Karen, auditioned for the role of Regina George, but the producer Mark Waters and Tina Fey accorded that Rachel McAdams was the one that could better play the part of the villain. Also, Lizzie Copeland's willing to portray Janice was discussed, but the production after her the role for her ability to portray raw emotions. The last ones to have taken part in the project were Lacey Chambert and Daniel Francese, aka Gretchen and Damien. Behind the scenes and during some interviews, the cast always seemed to get along with one another, and during the years, never denying being a part of the movie. For example, Rachel McAdams in 2016 was asked if she had any sense that when she was making it, all of that was gonna become that Goliath. She answered straight away saying, no, gosh, no. I mean, I must admit, when I read it, I thought it was one of the greatest things I'd ever laid my eyes on. So I did definitely have that kind of butterfly feeling. And like, it's so fresh and original and so cool. I hope to be a part of it but I definitely didn't have the feeling. In 2020, the cast actually had a COVID-friendly reunion from home, celebrating the 17th anniversary of the film. The movie was as well pretty acclaimed by the critics that gave the film an approval rating of 84%, based on 190 reviews with an average rating of 7 out of 10. The critical consensus affirmed that, elevated by a brilliant screenplay and outstanding ensemble cast, Mean Girls finds fresh female-fronted humor in the high school experience. Even social media went crazy about this movie, creating a lot of memes and posts about it. It is considered nowadays one of the most quotable movies of all time. To sum up, I chose to talk about Mean Girls because it's actually one of my favorite movies. Because despite being really funny, it shows what the true friendship is and also how people can change into a better version of, the, of themselves. I firmly believe that everyone has an impact, impact on people, even if we may not notice it. But changing isn't a bad thing, as I said before. We can surely become finer people every day more. And the film portrays that perfectly. I really recommend watching it if you haven't already, maybe during a boring a boring rainy day to cheer yourself up. So that's a wrap, like they would say on the set of a Hollywood movie. Hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and I hope you have the best day. Goodbye!